This is an RNZ podcast. While the main job of ad agencies and communications companies is to persuade us to do the right thing in public education campaigns or buy one thing and not another on behalf of advertisers, they also have to reflect us, the world we live in and its values. Currently, the Black Lives Matter movement has prompted many industries, including the media, to examine their own record on race and diversity and whether they're part of the problem or the solution. So what then are the advertising and marketing industries doing about that? Well, one thing is a marketing campaign called Faces of Our Industry, created by the ad industry news website Stop Press. To say that I I do believe in the last five years particularly, there's been an acceleration of attention to issues of diversity and inclusion for the better. And my hope is that it's not going to go away and it's not one of those things where you have activism for a short amount of time and then it disappears. Because unfortunately, historically, that is the truth, that every 10 years issues flare up, you have a lot of energy and promise around them and then they go away and it goes back to being the way it was before. So there does appear to be a new energy that's happening at the moment and I do believe that's going to make a difference. Ad agency creative director Kim Pick there in one of the Faces of Our Industry videos released recently. Now the umbrella group representing most of the major ad agencies and communications companies here in New Zealand is the New Zealand Commercial Communications Council. It's had an inclusiveness and diversity group since 2016. The current chair of it is Megan Clark-Cook, managing partner of the Wonderman Thompson Agency in Auckland. We obviously acknowledge that our industry isn't as diverse as it needs to be. We know this because we've we've spent some time over the last few years doing some research. When we formed the, the industry body, we wanted to start with the data and really whilst knowing that there was um, a, a lack of diversity and inclusion in the industry, we wanted to really understand what that looked like based on the population. And pretty quickly it was obviously showed us what we thought we would see, which is that We had some work to do. So uh, we've done a couple of studies. Um, The last one was completed in October last year. But in 2018, a study done here, um, which is is all there on the site, a survey of of members, predominantly European and and Pākehā, uh, 87% overall and overwhelmingly so in Mm. the senior senior leadership. So that's a couple of years ago. Um, Mm. But it does say also 90% of those surveys saw diversity as a benefit to the workplace. So is there Mm. a kind of consensus on what needs to happen. Absolutely. Look, I think um, we have a huge responsibility as a communications industry to represent all the people in New Zealand in the right way, in a way that is relevant. And, you know, people people are watching their TV screens or on their, on their other screens and seeing the content that's coming out of this industry. And, you know, hand on heart, we can say that that hasn't been properly represented all the time. So we're pretty proud of that, and we and we we formed a partnership with Stop Press to to bring that out into the industry. Yeah, and and one of those um, there's uh, Kim Pick, one of mm. your peers in the industry, mm. talking about this and and saying that progress had been made in a, a written piece for the council, um, which I think predated that Faces of Our Industry campaign, she said, um, look, the failure to develop uh, what she called deep-seated cultural intelligence in our organisations makes us vulnerable to blind spots. And she said, you know, we even risk 
becoming disconnected from the very New Zealanders our brands are looking to connect with and communicate with. Mm. Is that how you see it? Absolutely, uh, that, and that's what I meant about we have a we have very very strong responsibility to do the right thing by the people of New Zealand, and we can't do that if we don't have incredible Māori and Pacifica people within our industry in all parts of whether it's creative or um, you know it's, it's concept, it's ideas, it's design, um, and then it's also um, you know all all throughout all the disciplines of communication is having the right people there. There's a lack of Māori and Pacific people right the way through and we need to understand A, why we're not attracting full diversity into our industry and why we're not keeping them. And that, So that's diversity and inclusion together. Yeah, because um, the, the survey did, mm. did also indicate, didn't it, that um, this is all, all up to individual agencies that, that make up your industry and they'll all have their own policies, but that when surveyed, some people weren't aware if their companies either even had one or if they did exactly what it was and whether it came down to things like recruitment or not. Yeah, it has. So the first survey we did, there was a, there was a terrible lack of, um, even at a, at, a, at a leadership level, lack of awareness of whether their company had a, a policy. There is more awareness now of, the, the, A, companies have gone ahead and actually formed policies and better still have communicated those policies to their people. So again, that's about inclusion and people feeling like there is actually a grounding. I mean, a policy is really just a bit of paper. It's actually about how that's brought to life within the organisation, but it's a really good start. So that's that's been our focus and we've built a really strong relationship with Diversity Works New Zealand and, and building specific training courses uh, for the industry, we've set guidelines, we've done the faces of the industry. But what we've realised out of the last study is that we need to build uh, diversity with Māori and Pacifica young people coming into our industry. So what we've done is we've commissioned um, at an industry level a research company to look specifically at Māori and Pacifica young people from 13, year 12, year 13 up to find out why they're not joining our industry, and then also for people who have joined our industry, why they have potentially left. So once we've done that research, we will then actually look at a, um, a full programme of how then to, to best communicate with uh, that part of our population and to ensure that we've got really, really strong practices of inclusion. We'll first find them and encourage them to come into our industry because it's incredibly important that we have them throughout, particularly in our creative parts of our industry, and then for us to ensure that we've got really incredible and strong, inclusive practices within the industry. And we, you know, we, we're working with groups like Diversity Works New Zealand. There's an amazing woman, Mary Haddock-Sandlin, who used to work in the industry, and she now, um, she now works with the Diversity Works and has an incredible story to tell. And she's working with us in a consultation way. Um, and then also with another organisation called Tupatoa, who uh, have created a mentorship program, an internship program, and they work with every industry in New Zealand. So there's a whole lot of work that we're doing around that, and um, we're, we're on the journey. We we have an incredibly engaged board, and uh, on the board that we have representation of every single one of the big networks, and also some of the we have representation from some of the smaller agencies as well um, on the board and they I speak with them regularly about what needs to be done they are taking you know, they're leading this this project around Māori and Pacifica kids coming into the industry um, alongside me so 
there is a this huge engagement and it's very genuine and um, there's a real desire to to do the right thing and make change. So it's it's great. We we are in a very good good position moving forward. And if we turn to you know the output of what advertising agencies and communications companies do, um, I mean, you might have the best will in the world to try and create diverse images and reflect New Zealand's population in advertising and communications campaigns, but you act on behalf of your clients. And if your clients say, well, we want to make the most possible money and connect as as well as we can with, you know, the most uh, lucrative and established parts of the market, you know, and that might be uh, a New Zealand European audience or an older demographic or whatever, that actually it's pretty hard to shift that if if you're not if 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 your clients think it might come at a kind of commercial cost to them. Mm, look, I I I think that there's been a huge amount of change in um, across all of New Zealand clients agencies um, around the the awareness of having to connect with. With all the diverse groups of New Zealand in a in a better way, and in fact, a lot of clients now, particularly global clients, are coming to us and and saying we want to see your policy on um, on diverse recruitment. We want to see your policy on um, inclusivity and diversity. So. It's coming from them as well as from from within our own organisations, and so that's got to be a positive thing, right? And when well, so they actually perfect. want they want to know what your policy is mm. before they'll they'll work with you. They're they're that tuned yeah. into it. Yeah, okay. and as part of the RFP process, there is uh, more and more. I'm not saying it's all the time, but it's it's definitely getting a stronger and stronger requirement from our clients that we need to be able to demonstrate that and because in the end they they want to be connecting in the right way to to your point most most brands will want to be connecting with the right audience and that's not always a premium um, audience like what you're referring to it's um, you know it's it's targeted it's got to do the right thing and in order to do that we've got to have you know, we've got to have the right starting point within our own organisation to achieve that for them. Look, right now, uh, with a whole lot of industries and the advertising and communications businesses will be no different. Um, I mean, the business have been rocked by all the economic changes of COVID-19. Mm. Um, so I guess that comes, uh, you know, f- for uh, companies that are advertising and needing your services. Um, they might be reluctant to spend or commit budgets and so on. And, and this is going to have an effect right throughout the business. Do the changes that you're looking at, at making and, 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 and prioritising in diversity become something like a bit of a nice to have when actually, you know, you'll be worried about your own sustainability and profitability, that really it's going to take a back seat and uh, you know, economic survival and progress is, is going to be the key from here on? Uh, no, definitely not. I mean, I it, it's all about actually having the right practices in place. It's not about um, it, it suddenly taking a back seat. I mean, if you are if you're doing diversity and inclusion within your organisation in the right way, then it's just actually inherent in, in what you do. We've been very lucky in that we've um, we've barely had any losses over over COVID. You know, um, there are a lot of organisations that aren't in that situation this this can't take a back seat it's it's got to be a part of the way that we do business and and you know there's there are studies from all around the world that show that diversity and inclusion are good for business so that's got to be the focus 
back in the day there were ads that employed racial stereotypes. I mean, I, I can remember one um, for apples. They had a, an ad with a, a, a Chinese fruiterer and that making fun of his voice, uh, his accent, for example, and that was regarded as a bit harmless at the time, a bit comic. It just wouldn't fly today. Does there even need to be vigilance about that sort of thing these days in, in, in advertising campaigns, or is that a thing of the past now? Yes, of course, we've still got to be vigilant. I mean, I'm not saying we're going to get it right every time, but we need to make sure that we are putting the right processes in place to make sure that we are, are you know, taking care of, of our cultures within New Zealand and doing the right thing and talking to all of our people in the right way. Mm. But these days you'd assume no... No brand would want that and suggest it in the first not. place, and no creative would come up with it. No, of, of course not. And but there's, you know, there's, there always needs to be vigilance around it because, you know, we've just got to stay on top of this and make sure that um, we're all doing the right thing. That was Megan Clark Cook, managing partner of the Wonderman Thompson Agency in Auckland, and the current chair of the New Zealand Commercial Communications Council's Inclusiveness and Diversity Group.